Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? I made it clear that my intention was to play and my intention was to play for the New York Jets. Rodgers going for it all. Looking to bring it open. He's got it. Lazard. Get it go. Touchdown. Rodgers snaps it quick. Scrambles to his right. Pumps and runs. And Rodgers is inside the pile. away Garrett Wilson Wilson a big play downfield Allen tripped up he could not get past Jermaine Johnson oh look at the speed of Brees Hall he's done it again Brees lightning 62 yards for the touchdown and he's sacked again by Quinton Williams what a beast number 95 for the Jets listen Thank you. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at PlayLikeAJet1. And it's time to recap day number eight of New York Jets training camp at Florham Park. And for that, we bring in our friend who is the owner, the operator of the Libra Board of the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. And above all that, a very big deal, Mr. Chris Nimbley. Chris, I believe there was a special guest at training camp today. Yeah, special guest, uh, Dalvin Cook, who, you know, we talked about this over the uh, mailbag. He was in there that the Jets, this is a little unusual. This feels like college, you know, high school players come in to watch for a visit. But that doesn't happen a lot in the NFL. It's happened a couple times with the Jets over the years, though, and they usually end up signing a guy. And at this point, with everything going, looking at the landscape, also Dalvin Cook, Looking at the landscape, it seems pretty obvious that there's going to be a signing here. It's going to happen. It's going to happen in a week or two. Is it going to happen in the next couple of days? Who knows? Uh, you know, maybe they decide to let him sit out uh, the rest of training camp or most of training camp before they bother to do it. Maybe they try to pull a, uh, you know, a, a post uh, first week thing so that they don't have to worry about guaranteeing any of the contract I, I don't think that that's what Dalvin Cook would want but we've talked about this before his leverage isn't exactly the strongest right now and he clearly wants to be here uh he's looking at all the weapons around here Aaron Rodgers and he's thinking all right this is my best chance to go out there no one's got to think that he's signing a long-term deal right now there would be a one-year deal you know, maybe they could do a two-year deal that's for all intents and purposes is a one-year deal. 
uh, for bonus reasons or whatever, but it's going to be a one-year deal, and uh, he's going to look to get the best, uh, you know, ability, set him up to do the best he can so he can try to cash in next year. Chris, Delvin Cook made some comments the other day during an interview as well that added a little bit of fuel to the fire. Here's what he had to say on Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers has had a lot of influence, quote, Going to play with a guy like that, the QB he is, it speaks for himself. I've been on the other side of that for the last six years, knowing what type of player he is. I'm excited about it. Cook on the Jets in general. Their whole roster is exciting. The coaching staff, everything they have going on just says winning. Cook says he doesn't have any other scheduled visits besides the Jets, which took place today. So as you said, it sure seems like a fait accompli. I'm not sure I'm buying the whole Dalvin Cook wanting to come here because of Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are going to win and all that. I think it's more a matter of it appears all the other teams have bowed out as far as the money goes. But I do think that Aaron Rodgers helps. And I do think that the Jets being in a position to win helps. However, I do think that when you boil it down, the money is the number one motivating factor here. If Dalvin Cook signs, which it looks like he's going to, as you mentioned today, Chris, he was there today. Got a lot of cheers from the fans, some chants intermittently. They're excited at the possibility of Dalvin Cook showing up and wearing a Jets uniform. I don't know that Zonovan Bam Knight will be all that excited simply because if Dalvin Cook comes in here, it creates extra competition for all the running backs. But I did think it was funny that there was a point in time during the practice today that Bam had a run and was knocked down toward the sideline and he fell right by Dalvin Cook. So maybe that's a foreshadowing of things to come. But Chris, talk a little bit about Dalvin Cook's presence there at training camp today and the fan reaction. Obviously, the fans were going to um, cheer him on, welcome him again. Obviously, this has only been amplified over years with the fantasy uh, football aspect of uh, you know fandom. But Dalvin Cook has been a very productive fantasy football player for years. And he was also a very productive real-life football player running back for years, too, even before the, the offensive line was the main driving force behind his, you know, his numbers and fantasy points. But we've talked about this, that that play slipped, and now it's more offensive line. It's running backs – probably more than any other position takes a little while for fans, especially the average fan to realize that, Oh, this, there's been a drop off. And I know fans listening, uh, uh, still hoping Dalvin cook is old or going to say, Oh, you're not the average fan. Uh, okay. Um, Dalvin cook is not the Dalvin cook. He used to be that's simple, plain, no doubt about it. Is he still better than Michael Carter? Probably. Yeah. Uh, but the Zonovan Knight thing, I, you know, the, the annoying part about this and what happens with today is at one point, Michael Carter, uh, you know, was running and he ran right into the defender and drove and someone was like, oh, he's running inspired today to hold off. the. Okay. He's running like that every day. He's not, he's like, there's no Donovan, Zonovan Knight doing this a little more because of Dalvin Cook. They're out there just grinding. They're, every day they're worried about losing their spot. But we're, we'll see what ultimately ends up happening. But, that, you know, again, I am I will be surprised if Dalvin Cook ends up being above Zonovan Knight on the depth chart 
for more than like a week or two at most. Maybe they start out with him like that. And this is my biggest, the biggest reason why I'm against the signing. I talked about a little on the mailbag, but you're signing a name and he's really just the name. He's not the guy to match it anymore. So like, it's one thing if you could just be like, all right, throw him out there. And then as soon as we see it's not there, we can pull it. But you still get kind of married and attached to the name. So you're willing to sit it, sit through and give him more reps and more chances to just run into the brick wall than you would somebody else. Um, so I, I think you could end up getting a loss in the weeds and like losing a game or two or a week or two just because it's Dalvin Cook and he's been really good. You, you got to give him a chance to turn it around. Uh, I, I So I, that's my biggest reason against it. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Chris, we'll come back to the running backs, but first let's talk about who was back at practice today. Alan Lazard was there, as was Mekhi Becton. No Garrett Wilson. He was watching from the sidelines. Yeah, Garrett Wilson was off to the sideline. So was Corey Davis. He's still out with an illness. But Garrett Wilson is perfectly fine. Uh, he was favoring the, the ankle a little bit, but he was also dancing to the music, throwing the ball up in the air, catching it. And then as practice would go on, I could see him testing it out and putting his full weight on it. He He's absolutely fine. Precautionary. All that good stuff. Uh, Alan Lazard was back. And immediately you saw that connection again with Aaron Rodgers. There, those two are in sync. Even there's the the play that shows it the most to me was uh, actually an incompletion, but it was like a little thirty a thirty yard ish route. And Lazard did this, you know, little shake and turn around, and he turned around and the ball was right there already like he did the shake turn and the literally the ball hit him in his hands um as soon as he turned around Aaron Rodgers knew exactly where to put it he just wasn't able to complete it uh it he turned around in time to catch it the the defender was hanging on him 
two dragged his arms down, but the timing of it was just like, that's again, another thing that I have never witnessed in person at Florham Park. I've seen it in person at away games and at MetLife Stadium from the away team. I have never seen that done quite like that. Uh, you know, even like Fitzpatrick wasn't doing that. Josh McCown wasn't doing that. The, like that, as soon as he turned, boom, it was right in his hands. Uh, a couple other connections they had. And again, you can see just the the timings that they're on the same page. And that's just going to help everybody else. Bit of an up and down day for Rodgers overall, but two passes that stood out. One to Alan Lazard, where there was perfect coverage by Jordan Whitehead, but Lazard just made the catch. And then Miko Hardman had one on what was one of those quick trigger passes that Rodgers made. Very fast anticipation throw. That's going to be a very difficult thing for other teams to defend this year. After the play with Lazard catching that touchdown pass against Whitehead, Aaron Rodgers went to the sideline and was discussing the play with Whitehead. Sounds like he's been doing a lot of that in camp. Another positive sign if you're a Jets fan because that shows you, again, that Rodgers is very heavily invested and is taking on the leadership role. Yeah, I'll start the Miko Harmon one. That's oh, that's just, you know, let's, let's bring back. It was all gunslinger, not like Brett's Favre gunslinger, but like Raylene Givens' justified gunslinger. High noon draw. He took the snap, just whipped it right away. It was beautiful. It was it was something out of the Andy Reid Chiefs playbook, something that McCole Harbin's obviously very familiar with. But you're going to do something like that real quick. It was just a little – he's set up in the slot, just a little slip. I mean, the, he catches the ball maybe like a yard and a half, two and a half yards past the line of scrimmage. It, like there's no possible way to defend that unless the a defensive lineman right there – know it's coming or just decide to like guess and wait for it. That's the only possible way you could stop that. Um, And again, that's something that he could go and do. And I'm expecting him to execute 99 out of a hundred times. The pass you're talking about to Lazard. uh, I I remember that pass. I didn't see um, him go off to the side to talk to Jordan Whitehead on that play. Uh, but I have seen him do things like that numerous times, including I saw it today at, to, at the last session of practice. Uh, they're doing full team uh, drills and Rogers runs his last rep and then he kind of jogs over to the side and he just watches Zach Wilson run the first rep of his play. And then he jogs back over towards Zach and shouts something to him, instructions telling him, you know, what he did wrong or should have done better or whatever. And then he just runs off to join the coaching and the first team offense. And I've seen him do that a lot. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers has been my favorite quarterback to watch since before Patrick Mahomes came in. So I I followed his career very closely. Uh, You know, obviously I I talked a little on this mailbag, Jermichael Finley, Greg Jennings of the world. uh, He wasn't always the most popular teammate. And there's been a, you know, there's some smoke uh, where there's smoke, there's fire stuff going on here, especially you hear over the last couple of years. Imagine some of these uh, Green Bay teammates are probably like, man, what they're hearing what's going on here. It's like, man, why couldn't we have gotten this? 
you Jets fans, who cares? Go ahead, just be happy that the Aaron Rodgers that's here now is the one you got because he is taking on that full leadership role. This so I am a full believer that he kind of just checked out the last few years uh from that leadership standpoint. Obviously, his leadership style rubbed people the wrong way, some people the wrong way earlier in his career. And I think he's just took taken this change of scenery this you know couple years to try to go follow the Tom Brady path to get the Super Bowl at the end of the career with the new team and he's saying all right I'm gonna go all in for these couple years I'm gonna be the leader and show everybody else and try to help even help the future down the road you can clearly see all that now and again I I I don't think this is something that he's always done. And it's just the sto- that, you know, just missed the story. No, I, I think he's looking at it now and he's happy where he is. He's happy with the roster and he's saying, all right, I'm, I'm fully in. Let's go. And he's protective of both his teammates and coaches. In an interview with Peter Schrager, he had a message to Sean Payton, who, by the way, I don't want to say walk back his comments but said he shouldn't have said them. He didn't say he didn't mean them. He didn't say he didn't think they were true. He said he shouldn't have said them. But Aaron Rodgers said, Sean Payton, you keep my coach's name out of your mouth. Week five is going to be interesting, Chris. Yeah, there's a lot of things Sean Payton shouldn't have said and shouldn't have done in his life. Uh, One thing he he did do that he should have done was that onside kick to start the second half of the Super Bowl because without that, Sean Payton's viewed a whole lot differently. Because he's a, he had a bunch of great teams. That, uh, I did enough of uh, uh, piling on the Sean Payton stuff there. But, yeah, of course he shouldn't have said it. That's the other thing about it. You you never see coaches do that stuff. Like, the you know, it's the whole fraternity of coaches thing. Like, the coaches aren't going to go out of their way to do that type of stuff. Uh it, it was it was very wrestler healy of him. It was, it was just obnoxious. But again, that's that plays right into Sean Payton's wheelhouse. So what you gonna do? Another day where Zach Wilson struggled, unfortunately. Makai Becton was blocking for him. So as we said, he's back in, so that's positive. And Joe Tipman, still with the third team, had a bad snap with Chris Strebler. Listen, you can't be having bad snaps with Chris Strebler. We all know that Chris Strebler has the magical powers. And so if you're having bad snaps with Chris Strebler, that's a bad sign. In all seriousness, though, Zach Wilson, not his best day. Makai Becton was back. Tipman still with the third team. I wouldn't read too much into it because, as we know, they like to favor the veterans early on in camp. But it does tell you that right now they have Connor McGovern ahead of Tipman on the depth chart. And maybe in their minds, they're thinking that Tipman is going to be a little bit more of a project in terms of when he plays. Maybe he doesn't start day one. Maybe it's McGovern with Tipman waiting in the wings. Some Jets fans were thinking that Tipman would be the day one starter, and he still might be, but he's got an uphill battle to earn it. Look, I'm going to shoot him some bail on the fumble. I mean, you're talking about, you know, Strebler being secure in the snap. But he he's a literal horse, the dude. is. He's out there galloping around like a literal horse. That's how he runs. So it's very hard to snap a football to hooves of a horse. I uh, Like, that's 
<laughs> one pass, a uh, one play, Strebler's out there just galloping around in the backfield for like what felt like 20 seconds. And then he just throws this little dump of a pass right to CJ Mosley. I'm like, you, you can't gallop around for 20 seconds just to throw a three yard interception. You can't do that. The next play, they go and they have the botch snap, and then they are immediately off to the side uh, doing, you know, working on snaps behind them. Um, Becton back. Always good. You're good to see that, of course. Uh, Zach Wilson, not not a great day for him. This the first uh, reps of the day, team reps of the day. Aaron Rodgers going through it. He does two uh, twice in his reps. He pulled the defense off sides with hard counts. Zach Wilson in his first rep of the day tries the hard count and false start. It's a little unfair to say it boils down to just that between them. And this obviously encompasses a whole lot more than just that between them. But also that that's all you need to know. That 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 shows you enough. Chris, a couple of other quick things to talk about. We mentioned Bam Knight before. Another nice practice for him with Dalvin Cook watching on. As you said, I don't think it's because Dalvin Cook was watching. It appears he's had a very good camp overall, regardless. DJ Reed continuing to be DJ Reed. He's starting to get taken for granted the same way that Sauce is. I talked about this with Robbie Sabo on the show the other day. People just expect him to be good every day, and that's why you don't hear his name a ton because it's just ho-hum, and it's exactly what you think you're going to get from DJ Reed on a daily basis from practice. So the Jets' secondary in very good hands, at least at the corner spots. And speaking of being in really good hands, some more excellent play from the edge rushers, Will McDonald, Bryce Huff and Jermaine Johnson all had what would have been sacks at one point. Chris, if this edge rusher group can be anywhere near as effective when the games start as they have been in training camp so far, this could be a really fun defense to watch in 2023. Well, we've heard that story before, haven't we? Um, uh, you're absolutely right, though. Uh, I do have here in my, my notes, uh, JJ Jermaine Johnson murder sack easy. Um, just that the, the one sack that he had come coming off the edge. That's you know sometimes I take these these notes on my phone during practice as just keywords uh, because I'm trying to get back to next play. So JJ murder sack easy, just super easy off the edge, and he would have murdered Aaron Rodgers if he you know it was a game. He could have just taken him and spiked him into the core of the earth. Like it, it, it was that quick that it happened and he was right there in his face um but yeah that that's uh they got some edge guys and then obviously they got the the big guys up front um inside to to help collapse that pocket as well the uh, this defense is really good uh i also have uh the dj reed notes in in here as well and it's just me just writing dj reed over and over again because i'm just like yeah just I don't need specifics on it. It's just, it's just, I'm just a reminder. Yeah. DJ Reed's doing awesome stuff again. And I, I don't have any numbers on this, but it, it feels like to me that Aaron Rodgers is testing uh, uh, DJ Reed a little bit more. And uh, he, he's, he's passing these tests a lot. He's, he's been really, really impressive. One last note, Chris, before we get into what was said after practice, a lot of Jets fans were holding out hope that Quan Alexander would come back. Not going to happen. He's going to the Steelers pending a physical on a one-year deal. 
I like Quan Alexander. I think he was fine last year, but I really don't think it's a big deal that he's not going to be here. He was an okay player for them. He wasn't a major difference maker. And for some reason, I think a lot of people really got carried away in hoping that he would come back. It almost reminded me a little bit of the Braxton Berrios phenomenon last year where fans were crazy about getting Berrios back. And then when he did come back and he got in there and played more, you're like, oh, okay, this is exactly why Berrios wasn't a key player on this team in the first place. He's just a gadget guy who's good on special teams. I think that's sort of the thing with Quan Alexander is Jets fans talk themselves into believing that he was more than he is at this point in his career. Would have been okay to have him back here, especially for depth. And, you know, the Jets aren't exactly flush with linebackers, but him not coming back on a one-year deal is not really going to make or break the season one way or the other. Yeah, it also reminds me a little different situation because it's uh... – not a guy returning, but uh, who was that cornerback that they were trying to sign like a year or two ago that fans really wanted? I think he ended up signing with the Steelers too. Um, and then he immediately started getting just like cooked the, the first week or two of uh, a practice too. And it kept being like, yeah, they, the quarterback situation here is dire. So yeah, go ahead, sign him. But also like if you sign him, like he's not actually – solving anything you still have the same problem here i i i think quan alexander does a little bit more towards solving it than than the the cornerback who i'm thinking in name is escaping me but uh not that much more than that chris i believe you're talking about steven nelson who was killers and then went and signed with the eagles and as you said did not do well there I'll plead guilty on that one. I really liked what Nelson did. But when he got to the Eagles, it was not good. And Joe Douglas and Robert Sala looked a lot smarter for not actually signing him. Chris, last order of business. After practice, we heard from CJ Ozama, Robert Sala, and Michael Clemens. CJ Ozama talked about how his hair wasn't supposed to be blonde. It was supposed to be platinum. And yet, to everybody that can see his hair, it's blonde. <laughs> Robert Sala talked about Garrett Wilson, said he's got a low ankle injury. As you said before, Chris, Corey Davis still out with an illness. Robert Sala on Michael Clemens, he's, quote, a very violent man. Sala said that Zach Wilson will play Thursday against the Browns, as will Mekhi Becton. So we'll get our first opportunity to see Mekhi Becton in an actual game since he went out with that injury two years ago. Because remember, last year, he got hurt in training camp, so it'll be fun to see what Makai Becton can do against some real live action. It's still the preseason. It's not going to be the type of action that he would face in the regular season, but still, it'll be nice to see him out there. Salas said he expects Brees Hall back in a couple of weeks. Quote, he's coming up quick. Michael Clemens spoke, as I mentioned. He said he weighs about 285 pounds, quote, before breakfast. Clemens on what he wants the Browns to think of him after Thursday night, quote, that the Jets got a bleeping monster. <laughs> you can't help but love Michael Clemens. So Chris, CJ Ozama, Robert Sala, Michael Clemens, nothing too crazy there. But I did enjoy the fact that CJ Ozama apparently messed up his hair pretty badly and that Michael Clemens continues to be Michael Clemens. Yeah, the Michael Clemens thing was the highlight of it. Uh the hair thing speaks for itself. You can see it. It's it's bright as can be. It's like Eminem like platinum blonde hair. It's that bright. <laughs> like, um, yeah. The other the thing the uh, not that the Zach Wilson playing uh, is surprised, but 
if you're if you're holding on to the idea that you know Mackay Becton's probably going to end up still being the starter there, and I think you're starting to realize now, uh, playing the first week of preseason, not, uh, plenty of people play first week of preseason and then secure a starting job afterwards. But he's going to need a leapfrog because that you don't generally start out that way. Um, so there he, he's got his work cut out for him, that's for sure. Chris, before we run, should clarify that Aaron Rodgers' comments that he made on NFL Network that we talked about before, he was addressing the comments made about Nathaniel Hackett. Because remember, it was Nathaniel Hackett who Sean Payton took shots at not Robert Sala. He took some indirect shots at Sala and the Jets in general just by saying that they were glory hounds and they wanted to be on hard knocks so that they could be stars and that they tried to win the offseason. But you didn't hear him actually talk about Sala as a coach or even mention Sala's name. He did go hard after Nathaniel Hackett saying that he thought that what happened in Denver last year was among the worst coaching jobs in NFL history and more or less laying the failure of Russell Wilson last season at Hackett's feet. So that really is who Aaron Rodgers was defending when he said, keep my coach's name out of your mouth, which kind of makes sense too, because obviously he's known Salah for a little bit, but we all know how close he is with Nathaniel Hackett. So my original comment stands. If you're a Jets fan, you like to see that he's standing up for the guys around him, but it was Nathaniel Hackett, not Robert Salah. Makes more sense when you think about it. Yeah, absolutely. It makes sense. And as you said, it was more of an insult and directed at Hackett, but it does it is insulting to Salah as well and intended to be as well. Uh, but, you know, whatever. Uh, I don't take back anything I said about Sean Payton. So it was correct and I stand by it. Chris, I think we're going to have to start doing a regular segment on the show where you just trash Sean Payton because that was an entertaining rant the other day on the mailbag. And I feel like there are a lot of feelings that you've had pent up about Sean Payton for years that you've been waiting to get out. And now this is your opportunity. So we're going to have to find ways throughout the season to get you teed up about Sean Payton. Week five will be a great opportunity for you, as I said before. He's he's one of those people. I This isn't something I've re- really given much thought to, but I think everyone probably has a couple of these people where it's just like, you know, whatever it is, whatever your interest is or your job is, there's like somebody that's prominent in that field that whatever and you've heard so much over the years and you just eye roll them so much and to be fair that's 98 percent of coach speak in general and all of sports not just football uh but sean payton has just the sanctimonious hypocrisy of him has been gnawing at my soul for years there's just something very particular about him that nags at me so yeah i i wasn't even aware that it was inside me but it's it is clearly bubbling in there as michael clemens said he wants the browns to realize that the jets have an effing monster and now we know sean payton that the Play Like a Jet podcast has unleashed an effing monster in the form of the very big deal, Chris Nimbley, who is the owner, the operator, the lead reporter, the whole shebang over at JetsInsider.com. Chris, 
Thanks so much for coming on and breaking down day number eight, a day that will be remembered for Dalvin Cook showing up and getting a standing ovation from the crowd in attendance. Really appreciate it. We'll do this again tomorrow because camp continues tomorrow. In the meantime, though, make sure you check out everything Chris has up at JetsInsider.com and follow him on Twitter at CNimbly and at Jets Insider. Check out everything we've got going over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. We've got some awesome all 22 breakdowns up there. So watch our videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash play like a jet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, bless you. Thank you shirt, the play like a jet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes. If you haven't done that already. Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing. doesn't take you much time, doesn't cost you any money, but it goes a long way to help us out. So if you could go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful. And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content, you know where to go. That's Play Like a Jet Digital and playlikeajet.com. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.